Sorry. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Dead air. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dead Air Podcast. I'm sorry. And I'm not. And that's Rob. And this week, we're going to be talking about British manners. Rob, have you noticed that when someone bumps into you in the street, you always say sorry to them? Um, well, I always say sorry. Yeah, like if you're walking down the street and someone bumps into you, you say sorry to them, even though it's their fault. Yes. Sorry about that. So we're going to be super polite to each other this week. Right. No talking across each other. Okay. And we're going to have a really good podcast. Have you finished? I have, Rob. Would you like to say something? I'm okay, thanks. That's not what I asked you. Are you all right? No. I'm confused. Let's do the news. Okay. A nun arrested for stealing beer from corner shops. Have you seen this story in the Metro, Rob? The Metro? Yes, the newspaper for London. I'm afraid I haven't. Oh, would you like me to tell you about it? If you wouldn't mind. I don't mind at all, Rob. Thank you. This is the story about a nun who was caught stealing beer from a corner shop. Does she have a habit? <laughs> is that a joke? It was. It was very funny. Thank you for laughing. I don't, I don't mind laughing when the jokes are funny, Rob. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. This nun, she... Stole some beer, and another customer said she's paid for none of those things. Oh, I see. I've got a joke for you about nuns. Have you? Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. (laughs) Okay. There was a nun who lived in a convent. Oh, that's not the joke. I said it wrong. I do apologise. Try again. Thank you. There was a convent full of nuns who were all very stupid, except for one. She was none the wiser. I didn't get it. Well, it wasn't really very funny. Oh. I'll try harder next time. Okay. You did your best. Yes. In other news, people think that they'll be paying with their thumbs by the year 2025. So they're going to buy two things in their life? No, I don't mean by giving their thumbs to the shopkeeper. Right. Oh, Rob, sometimes you're so silly. Oh, I'm really sorry. I I just tried to put a bit of humour into the podcast. Oh, yes, of course. How silly of me. I hope I didn't offend you. Oh, you haven't offended me. How can you possibly offend me? Sometimes I might offend you by saying something that might hurt your feelings without meaning to. Oh, I'm thick-skinned. I don't mind. Oh, that's good. Well, if I ever do hurt your feelings, I do apologise. Okay. You see, the thing about the Dead Air podcast is that we are very polite to each other. We are. And that is why British people are so nice. We are. Now, in the story about the thumbs... People think that they will use their thumbprint to pay for things. Oh, I see. Thumbprint. I didn't get it right. I'm very sorry. Oh, that's okay, Rob. It's an easy mistake to make. Okay. So you put your thumb on a little pad and you pay for things. But as everyone knows who has seen Back to the Future 2, this technology will be in existence by the year 2015. Right. So the story is completely wrong. Good. And speaking of stories that are completely wrong, do you remember a couple of years ago... A big story about bees. In Doctor Who? I'm sorry, Rob. I don't understand what you mean. In Doctor Who, wasn't every single episode about the disappearance of bees? Oh, 
I did not know that. Well, Please. you do now. Oh, thank you for elaborating and explaining that to me. You're welcome. Now I understand. In the story I'm talking about, there was a thing about there was all the bees were running out. Do you remember that story? I do. Good. Well, now there's a story that there are too many bees in London. Okay, would you like to tell me about it? I certainly would, if you don't mind listening to it. I would love to listen. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, we're being very polite to each other because British people are super polite, aren't they, Rob? They are. And we are never, ever impolite to each other, are Just we? bloody get on with it. Okay, well, give me a chance. I'm doing the thing. I'm getting bored of this. Oh, honestly, you're a nightmare. You're always cutting across me, interrupting me, stopping my flow. I knew you'd... By the way, I was setting you up there for good jokes and you weren't cutting in. What good joke? Well, I was saying you're always interrupting me, cutting across me. Right. And I was... and You, you come... told me to be polite. Yeah, but you were supposed to be stepping in and interrupting me while I was saying it. Well, I'm not going to do that. Oh, we're being polite, aren't we? Are we? The point is, you can't trust the news. No. And that's this week's news. saw the thing this week. Whose thing? The thing. My thing? No, the thing. Your thing? No, not my thing. The thing. What thing? The thing. What is the thing? The film. The thing. Okay, so you saw a film. Yeah. And what was the film? The thing. Yes, I know it was the thing, but what was it? It was a film about the thing. What is the thing? It's basically a thing in a film. But what is it? It's a thing. What is? A thing. Look, go from the beginning. Right. There's this thing. What is it? A thing. Yes, I know it's a thing, but what is it? Nobody knows. It's just a thing. Well, in the film, what do they call it? The thing. Yeah. Right. What do they call it? The thing. Yeah. That's what they call a thing. The thing. What? The thing. None of what you're saying makes sense. It's the thing. What is? The thing. What do they call the thing? The thing. Yes. The thing. Yes! Four stars. This is the moment. This is the time. For Rob's tip of the week. My top tip this week is a bit of a top tip and a little mini rant. Okay, go for it. What's it about? Well, you know how mobile phones now, you can get free minutes? Yeah, everyone's got a mobile nowadays. Yeah. I uh, do. Does anyone even use the house phone anymore? No, I wouldn't have thought so. So, you get these free minutes, but you can't call free phone numbers. What do you mean? Well, if you call an 0800 number, you get charged ridiculous amounts of money. Why do they do that? I don't understand. I don't know. Surely these companies know what the 0800 number actually goes to in the end. If I call a London number on my phone, it doesn't charge me. It's Correct. free. Yeah. But if I call a company in London who've got an 0800 number, I have to pay for the call. That's right. But if I call that number from a house phone, it's free. Yes. So somewhere along the line, something's going wrong. So I've come up with a way of phoning 0800 numbers, but without being charged. Mm, I think I know what you're going to say. Do you just use your house phone? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, that's not a very good tip, is it? Alternatively. What if you haven't got a house phone? You could use a phone? pay phone. All right, what if you haven't got a house phone and you don't want to use a pay phone? You could use Skype on your mobile phone, as long as it's a smartphone. Ah, okay. So Why? Because it's an 0800 number, it's free. So if you call an 0800 number from Skype, it's free? Yes. So to put it into context, you phone the 0800 number on your mobile phone using your mobile phone's contract 
and you're still using the same provider, but because you're using an alternative company like Skype, it's completely free. Even though your phone company is paying for the call. Well, you'd use your data service, wouldn't you? Yeah, but most phones are unlimited now. That's true, or at least a gig. Yeah. And Skype's not going to use that much. Well, no. Oh, or you could just make a call when you're on Wi-Fi. Mind you, most of these 0800 numbers keep on hold forever. Mm. Probably best just to write them a letter. That probably, if you can find your postbox. Or an email. Email? Yeah, you know, send them an email. Do you know what I don't like? Do you need a phone to send email? Once I rang an internet service provider. Yeah. And they said, and it was because the internet wasn't working, that's why I rang them. Right. And when you're on hold waiting to speak to someone that, to try and get some help, it says, many problems can be solved by visiting our website. <laughs> and then it gives you the web address. And that's the technical support phone number for people who can't get online. You could use your mobile phone to go online. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of it that way. Your next door neighbours go around your parents' house, use their computer. When you go to work, use their computer. Oh, yeah. I should have had you there with me when I was making the call. Yeah. You could have explained it to me and I wouldn't have got so upset. Why? Did you have a problem with your ISP? I was just getting angry because they were just saying, you can fix many problems by visiting our website. And I was standing there going, I can't visit the website because I've got no internet. But nobody was hearing me because I was just on hold in the queue. Just press hash a lot. What do you What do you mean? What does that do? Keep pressing hash on the phone. I don't think that works. That's it does, a myth. It does work. But surely if everybody does it, that's like the queuing system in Alton Towers. Mm. When I went to Alton Towers, I noticed they had the system where you could pay a bit extra and go to the front of the queue. Yeah. But I thought to myself, well, if enough people pay a bit extra, then everybody's going to be at the front of the queue. That's right. And in fact, no one's going to gain anything. That All they'll just do is put up the price all the time to make sure the numbers go down. Ah, uh, so eventually it'll just get to a point where only rich people can get to the front That's of the right. queue. Hmm, interesting. Have you got anything you'd like to complain about this week, Rob? Yes. Can I do a Rob's rant? You certainly can. Are we being polite to each other again? No. Just get on with it. It was nice while it lasted. It's Rob's Rant of the Week. Can I do the intro on this one? Go on then. You've done the intro on every single one of them. Okay. Here's Rob giving his rant. Thank you. You're welcome. I watched Watchdog last night. Oh, no, I'm vetoing this. What? You can't watchdog watch... What? Eh? You can't... I'm confused. You see? I can't even speak properly. I'm so incensed. Incensed about what? You can't watch Watchdog every week and just talk about that in the podcast. Why? Well, first of all, people are going to get really bored of hearing about you talking about Watchdog. Second of all, it's like the only thing you ever watch is Watchdog. Would you like me to shorten my rant? I'm sick and tired of you. In fact, do you know what? This is Nick's rant of the week. Go on, then. I am sick and tired of you complaining about yeah, Watchdog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you ever do is watch Watchdog. Don't you watch any other programmes? What about EastEnders at Coronation Street? Don't you watch those? Yeah. What about The Bill? No. Or Casualty? The Bill? Yeah, The Bill, the police one. That's not been on for years. You're joking. They've cancelled The Bill? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I haven't got a television, so I don't know these things. But I'm assuming that... They cancelled it for a good reason. Was it because viewing figures were on, de- on the decline? Possibly. They ran out of stories? I don't know. Maybe the actors didn't want to work watchdog. anymore? Maybe I should write to Watchdog and ask them to do an investigation. That's points of view. Oh, yeah. Anyway, what's your point of view on Watchdog? My point of view on Watchdog is... Do you want to hear my impression of the points of view music? Go on, then. Blah, booty, blah, 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 blah. Blah, booty, blah, 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 booty, blah, 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 blah. 
I'm amazed. I didn't recognise one ounce of that. That's the points of view music. No, it's not. Right. I'm this gonna... is the points of view music. That's the new points of view music. It's I always was, been the same. No, I was doing the old points of view music, which is this. Look, you're just trying to stop me from talking about Watchdog. <sighs> is it that transparent? Yes. I'll make a deal with you. What? Have a rant about Watchdog this week. But next week, come up with something else to have a rant about. Okay. Because I'm sure that all our listeners are getting sick of hearing about Watchdog. Okay. Now, come on. What is it? I can't. Dodgy plumbers? No, I can't be Satellite engineers? You've me out of it now. I'm deranted. But now I want to know. What? Well, what? just at least tell us what it was about. Oh, that's it now. Is it washing machine repairmen? No. Is it a big company who's ripping no. people off? it was all about computer repairmen. What? Exactly. Now let's do Oh, this. no, no, no. I want to know about no, that one. No. Look, but tell me, I'm interested. No, no, oh, please. No. Uh, Rob. What? I take back everything I said. You can talk about what, Watchdog. Everything? Well, most things. You can talk about Watchdog anytime you want. Okay. Please tell me about the computer engineer thing. I'm being super polite. Uh, that doesn't work with me. Okay. Uh, tell me about the computer engineer thing. All right. I wasn't polite that time. Basically, they set up some computer repair company. Okay. And obviously, we're into computer repairs. That's what we do for our jobs. And they set this guy up. Who the, who, I mean, obviously. What do you the, mean set him up? Well, they made a fault in this computer that was totally. You know, you, you just couldn't make that fault ever happen. What did they do? Oh, they basically put in a part which wouldn't have been in there in the first place. A foreign body. Yeah, foreign body. Like in inner space. And move things around. And then the reason they gave to the guy when he came out. Five stars, by the way. What was that? In a space. Carry on. Okay. The the uh, the story they gave to the guy when they when they came round was I was using my computer and all of a sudden it did this. Well, so he wouldn't have had any reason to look inside for extra bits. Yeah, because it wouldn't all of a sudden have done this. Mm. So of course, based on the information given, the guy diagnosed the fault, which is the same fault as I would have diagnosed. So that is the equivalent of someone swallowing a bag of nails. Yeah. And then going to a doctor and saying. Oh, I was just sitting around doing nothing at all, and all of a sudden my thumb started hurting. Yeah. And then the doctor goes, here is some paracetamol to help with your pain. Yeah. And then they bust the doctor and say, you sh- you didn't get the nails you out. You didn't give him an x-ray. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that seems a bit unfair. Yeah, so yeah. So what's then, the aftermath? Oh, they just, you know, went on and on and on about But this. didn't the company say, well, hang on a minute, that's not really fair? Or yeah, they did. So what's happening now then? Just nothing. Well, you know what they should do? They, they should just get the wa- outed this lad. Unfairly. They should get the watchdog involved. Yeah, they should do. Ofcom. Yeah, they should investigate watchdog. They also complained about loyalty cards. I've got a loyalty card. They complained about this one loyalty card, which was like Starbucks. Apparently, you have to get 50 stars to keep your loyalty card. Oh, that right. sounds like a lot. Yeah, that's 50 cups of coffee. So they were saying... In how long? A year. A year? Yeah. There's only one a week. Yes. With two weeks left over. Yeah. But so what's saying, the big deal? Well, they were saying after the year, if you don't get the 50, it resets back to zero. So what? So these people, every morning, go to work and they grab themselves a coffee, or every lunchtime they grab themselves a coffee. They're not going to be bothered. You know what? I'm starting to get sick of Watchdog, and I don't even watch Watchdog. 
Watch Watchdog. That's an idea. We should make a program called Watch Watchdog. Watch Watchdog. In which we analyse them. Yes. And we'll criticise all the stupid points that they make. Or we could do it in the podcast every week. Yes. Oh, no. I don't want to mention Watchdog every week in the podcast. No, this is the last week I'm going to mention. It's getting boring. I hope they don't have a big story. They're doing the same thing over and over again. Who are? Next week they're going to do the same thing. Who are? Watchdog. Oh, I thought we weren't talking about them anymore. That's, That's next week. What? Watchdog. You're confusing me now. They're going to be doing the same thing where they talk about, you know, washing up powder being in the small boxes or big boxes with small amounts in it. It's the same thing every week. It's all, you know, it's, it's either that. Do you know what I think it is? I th- I've just had a theory about this. I think that so many companies are cautious because of the watchdog effect that everyone now is really careful to make sure they don't have anything that can be complained about. Yeah. So in the old days, there used to be loads of things that watchdog could bring up. Yeah. But now everyone is like really cautious and they go to extra lengths. They have to over dramatize everything. Exactly. So now they're just making a fuss out of the most minute, small thing. You know, them holiday parks yeah. you used to go to when you were a kid? The ones from, that sort of generated themselves from like the 1960s, 70s. Like a Heidi High style yeah, place. Yeah, right. Well, obviously, if you go to them now, they've been open since them days, yes. right? And there's, like, nails and bits of wood falling off the wall, a bit of mould in the bottom of the corner, right, of the room. That doesn't sound very appealing. Exactly. But every now and again, Watchdog do a big feature on it. And the thing is, we all know that if you pay £50 for a whole week for your whole family to go on holiday, you're going to end up living in a hovel. Hmm, £50 for a whole week's holiday. That sounds good value. Well, just go there and just make sure... I'm going to check out Watchdog so I can find out (laughs) more about these holidays. Have your jabs before you go. (laughs) But that's the thing. It's like they're just telling you stuff that you already know. Mm. When you're booking a holiday, when when you get your travel brochure from your your travel shop, right, and it's like a big five-star hotel and it's like £4,000 to go abroad. Wow. And then you get this other brochure from under the counter that says, yeah, you can have a week in... Skegness. Skegness <laughs> for £75 all-inclusive. You know you're going to get a rubbish holiday. So why bother writing I think you should get one that's like maybe £100. Right. So it's not really rubbish, but it's a bit good. You mean the sort of thing where they Febreze the room before you go in? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they they try and put clean sheets on the beds for you. Shake them back on the carpet before you go in. Yeah, and they yeah. put the freshness back. Yes. Nick Brickens. The High Street is making a comeback. Distant selling regulations. What about them? I don't like them. Is that like the rules for companies who work online? Yeah. Give me an example of one of the regulations. Right. Let's just say you, you're buying a... Bed. A bed? Yeah. I need a bed. What can we do? Can we, the bed's a bit more complicated. Why is it? Well, it's too big. Why? Can we just have a small... It's exactly the kind of thing I'd buy off the internet because... Actually, I can't go shopping and put it in my car. You did say the other day you needed to buy a bed. Yeah, I really do need one. Right. I'm sleeping on the floor. Can we just get off this bed thing? And just, we'll do, do you want to get off the bed? Yeah. We're not on the bed. <laughs> can, we, can we just talk about a radio or something? All yeah. right. Um, a toaster. A toaster, right. So I really buy... need a toaster too. Okay. So you go online and you buy a toaster. I bought one from a what? supermarket. 
And it made all the things in the house go off. Which supermarket? I don't know if I should say on the podcast. I don't want to get into trouble. Oh, it's easy. Go on, say it. Well, I'll give you a clue. Okay. It rhymes with Desco. Never heard of it. Right, anyway, so the uh, you buy a toaster online. You get it delivered. You open it up and... It makes all the plugs go off in the house? No, no, no. It, it, it's the wrong colour. Oh, it doesn't quite... when that happens. It, you bought a chrome one, but it's slightly off chrome. It's a brushed, so brushed you, metal. You, you've changed your mind. You've thrown the box away, mm. so you basically put it in some other box and you wrap it up with it. Do you not think I would have noticed before throwing the box away that it was the wrong colour? Well, I'm going to get to this point, right? Okay. So you, you, you wrap it up and you send it back to the company. And Maybe my wife opened it yeah. and threw the packaging away. And then I got home from work and saw that it was the wrong colour. Brilliant. That's a better scenario. Yes, that, that's more realistic. Okay. So you send the toaster back. Well, under the distant selling regulations, right, they have to give you a full refund. It's not in the original packaging, though. Doesn't matter. But on all the websites I go on, it says you have to put things in that's the original That's why all pack- these website companies are in trouble. Because they're not allowed to say anymore, has to be in original packaging. Oh, wow. So that means if I buy four weddings and a funeral on DVD... Yep. I could open it, watch it, and then send it back. Yes. Oh, interesting. Although some things may be excluded naturally from the distance. I'd have to look into that. You mean like British comedies? Why would you want to send them back? Because you said that some things might be excluded. So, yeah. like, I'm asking you, British. If I, what if I bought... I'm confused. Okay, give me another example of another regulation that's being totally ignored by the companies, then. That's basically it. The fact that you have so to... So it's all to do with returns? Yes. Oh. You basically have to give... I guess now I see why you didn't want me to use bed as an example. No, because, you know... You couldn't con- really return a bed. It would probably cost you way more than it cost them to send mm. it back to them. Yeah. I think if it was a big enough item... My, my point is, I'm sick and tired of us, the public, being protected. By whom? By the government. By regulations? Yeah, I think it should... But it's a good thing, though, isn't it? No, it's not. Well, here's an example. This for is you. my Rob's rant. Can we put the Rob's rant in? No, we've already had a Rob's rant about Watchdog. You Did can't we? have two Rob's rant in one week. Oh, I'm not waiting till next week to have my rant. Here's a question for what? you. Let's say you buy an electronic toy for your son yep. or daughter, and when you get it home, you put the batteries in and it doesn't work. It's faulty. Well, naturally, that's that's a warranty issue. That's so complete. you can send it back without yep. any packaging, and they can give you another one. Yes. So what's well, no, actually, complaining the, about? They can just give you a refund immediately. The, what I'm saying is, right? I think it shouldn't be allowed to buy an item and then get it, try it, and if you don't like it, send it back. That's what high street shops are for. So if we scrap the distant selling regulations, we'll have our high street back because no one's going to buy stuff and keep it if it's junk. They're going to go, I'm going to stop buying off the internet because everything I've bought so far has been the wrong colour, the wrong size, the wrong item. I'm sick of this internet thing and I can't send it back. It's a nightmare. But it's so easy to do now. In fact, you remember the Rob's tip ages ago, I told you, if you ever wanted to hire something, just go into Argos and buy it and then take it back within the 16 days. So if you want to hire a drill, right, because you want to put up some shelves, right, just go into Argos, buy a drill and take it back saying that didn't like it. They but have they're to not give you a distant money. selling. No, but they have their own policy of like we'll we'll honour the sixteen day money. You know, give you oh, money back. Okay. Right? It's the same thing now. It's basically Argos in a way. The mentality of the Argos has now gone onto the internet, where you can buy anything you like within reason. I think earrings and things like that are going to be excluded. Okay. You get it. 
You give it to your kid. He plays for it. For, you know how kids like play for it for a day and then that's it. They never the novelty it. wears off. Send it back. Hmm. Interesting idea. So let's, let's get rid of this distance selling thing. Let's get all the public being ripped off, right? Mm. And let's just stop people buying stuff off the internet and let's put the high street back. But people buy things off the internet because they're cheaper. That's the thing. They wouldn't be cheaper eventually. Actually, I suppose... Because when you sell something on the internet, you don't have to have a shop. You don't have to pay rates. You don't have to have... if all these people keep sending stuff back, eventually those prices on the internet are going to get more expensive. Or they'll be selling a lot more second-hand or shop-soiled or opened goods. It'll be like PC World in Bangor before it closed down. Yeah. Okay. eBay. What about eBay? New logo. Have they got a new logo? This is huge news. Massive news. Why didn't I know about this news? Technology news on the Dead Air podcast. Just seen the new logo. Just shown it, yeah? Yep. What's your first impression? Miles better. Why? It's just cleaners. It's just really nice. eBay have not just done a new logo, though. What have they done? They've rebranded. Um... Well, it's eBay. They haven't changed the name from eBay to something else. No, 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 no. Oh, now eBay is all modern and clean and stylish. It looks very clean. The logo See, looks clean. what they're trying to do is drop their image of being a place where there's just loads of dodgy people selling rubbish, false, fake stuff for ridiculously low prices that never turn up. And it's a nightmare getting your money back off them. Still protected by distance selling regulations. eBay are trying to become the next Amazon. They're trying to become a proper shop. Right. Now, I don't think it's going to work for the simple reason that there are too many people on eBay selling cheap tat. Stuff that's been manufactured in China. No, because everything gets manufactured in China. Yeah, but everything's fake in China. That's not not the issue here. They all sell it on eBay. On eBay, there's loads of people trying to make money off of people who are maybe not as clued up as they should be. No, it is. It's all about China. The whole eBay philosophy is you buy 20 items from China and you sell it in the UK and add a tenner, right? And because you're selling it from the UK, it's going to land on the people's doorsteps quicker than it would have been for them to buy it in China. So you're just becoming a middleman. And the, the eBay is just full of people selling stuff that you could buy from China, right? For one-tenth the cost. So is that a bad thing or a good thing? Well, it's a good thing in that, you know, if you want it next day and and some British person is selling it to you. Oh, there's a new thing now, though. What? eBay is starting to offer same-day delivery. Only in America, to begin with. But they're going to be doing it in Britain next year. I imagine it takes a long time to get from America to Britain. No, what they're going to do, some of their sellers are going to offer same-day delivery. Yeah. So let's say, just as an example, they've got Debenhams as an eBay seller. Are they on eBay? I don't know. I've just picked them as an example because there's a Debenhams in our town. I'm sure they are on eBay. It doesn't matter. It's just an example. Okay. Remember to don't be polite to me. our listeners would like to know if Debenhams are on eBay? No, because it's just an example. Okay. In fact, I'm not even going to use Debenhams. I'm going to use Steve's Stocking Supplies. Which is a shop I've just made up. You're not allowed to sell adult-related material on eBay. Okay, I'm going to sell Bill's baby bottles then. Bottles are okay, but you can't sell babies on eBay. So, Bill's baby bottles have got a shop. Okay. And they've got an eBay. Ah, this is a rubbish example because they're a local shop. It needs to be a big firm. 
Okay. Someone like Argos. They're on eBay. Right. So Argos have got branches all over the country. Yeah. So they have an eBay store. Mm -hmm. They sell things on eBay and they offer same-day delivery. Yeah. And because they've got branches all over the country, they can deliver... Probably not in our area because we live in a rural area. Right. But if you live in London or a big city like that, there'll be an Argos nearby and they'll deliver it same day. So the guy will just walk out of the Argos store, walk into your house and say, there's the thing you just bought. I, I guess it would be something along them lines. Right. But here's the thing. Why are all these companies going to use eBay? They've already got their own websites. So because... eBay are trying to get big companies... To, to get on board and use eBay as their selling platform. Because Argos are on eBay, right? Yeah. But they're not on eBay as far as Argos are concerned. It's like an Argos um, warehouse clearance. Yeah, but the problem is that every time Argos sells a bath mat for three ninety nine, right? they make about £1.50 on it. Let's yeah. say they make £2 on yeah, it. Yeah, but the same day delivery is going to be 25 quid, isn't it? No, 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 because they'll they'll do it in such a way where they'll have a bunch of people placing orders in a similar area and they'll just go and deliver them all to the same. Well, they already do that anyway. Tesco's will do same-day delivery. I don't really know the ins and outs of how it's going to work because it's, it's an American thing to Iceland start do same-day delivery. Who? Iceland. All the big superstores do same-day delivery now. So it's only a matter... As long as the item's in the store... I would imagine if you wanted like a Star Wars toy for your kid, you can. There'll probably be a minimum shopping. spend. Actually, I would imagine they'll do it with a minimum spend. You're not going to be able to buy a two ninety nine product and have it delivered same day. No, but if you spend fifty quid, they'll probably take it around to your house. Mm. If you buy a telly, it'll be for things like that, won't it? I would just set up a network of taxi local taxi companies that would just deliver all the stuff for you. Anyway, we're diverting from the subject. Yeah, the point, what is the subject? The point I'm making is every time Argos sells something, they make profit on it. Yeah. But if they sell through eBay, eBay are going to get a chunk of that profit. eBay are going to get commission. And PayPal. And, well, yeah, PayPal will as well. Which so eBay. eBay get commissioned twice. Yes. So that's going to eat into the profits of the shop. Mm. So you're selling something on your website for a tenner, and you make £5 profit on it. Yeah. Obviously, out of that, you've got to pay all the staff, the overheads, the building, the rent, the rates, the electricity, the lighting, heating, all that stuff has got to come out of the fiver. So at the end of it, you've probably made about 50p when, right. when you've taken all that into account. But if you sell it on eBay, you're probably going to lose money because that 50p that's left over after you've paid all those other things is going to go towards eBay's fees. I'm telling you, Argos are on eBay, but they're not selling the stuff that's in the catalogue. They're selling the stuff that's... Well, I suppose some of it is in the catalogue. It's the stuff that distance selling regulations, when you buy it from eBay, they rebox it, put a bit of tape over it, and they sell it cheaper on eBay. So eBay is still a place for people to sell dodgy, rubbish tat. That other people didn't want. Exactly. That is what it will always be. Yes. And it doesn't matter if they change the logo. It doesn't matter if they have a rebranding. And it doesn't matter if they have the vice president of eBay writing an essay on the homepage. eBay will always be a place for people to sell their junk. Pure and simple. You don't have to be posh to listen to the Dead Air podcast. You don't need four years, no claims either. Well, another podcast done. A lot of ranting and being polite. I know. I'm full of energy this week. Yeah. Full of beans. I've had a long day. Have you? Been all over this morning. 
All over where? Liverpool, Manchester. Have you? I nearly had a crash in Liverpool. Nice. Changed lanes, and this woman was apparently there in the lane next to me. Right. I didn't see her. Inconsiderate. We were all moving at about one mile an hour, though. Oh, okay. So it didn't really matter. But it made her beep a horn at me. We've got to go back to Liverpool. Why? Because... <laughs> Say that again. Why? Because we've got to go... That's how my son says why. Why? Why? Right. <laughs> he just does. Okay. And he says, what? Just because he thinks it's funny. Okay. It's one of them things. Anyway, why are we going to Liverpool? Because we've been invited to that thing. Oh, is this the Guns N' Roses show? Yep. Yeah. Bit disappointing, that. Yeah, well... Here's what happened. I get an email from Rob saying, do you want to go to a Guns N' Roses concert or something? I didn't say that. It was something or... No, I think it was just... The message was like, Guns N' Roses, Liverpool, November the 11th. Or, Guns N' Roses, Liverpool or Manchester. It was something like that. Yes. And I texted back, just get the best seats in whichever venue. Yeah. And you texted back saying, done. Yeah. Then it turns out it's a cinema and we're watching a concert on on telly. Yeah, basically. we're seeing a special preview. Well, that's not very good, is it? I thought we were actually going to see actual Guns N' Roses. Well, we are. Well, on the telly. On the screen. It's just a big telly. Digital high definition. It's a, big, it's a very big telly. In a comfy cinema. Hmm. I don't know. Sounds a bit like a lot of faffing about. You could just watch it on YouTube on my 12-inch laptop screen but just hold it really close to my face, and that would be the same experience. Watch what? The concert. It's not out yet. Well, it will be eventually. Yeah. I mean, I didn't go and see Finding Nemo in the cinema, but I still watched it. Have you seen The Golden Compass? Not yet. Well, there you go then. I'm not watching it until they make part two and three. I've not seen Looper yet. I will go and watch it. I've not had time. I'm going to watch it this week. I was going to go and see it today. Should have gone. Yeah, we had to do the podcast instead. We've been very polite to each other this week, haven't we, Rob? No. That's because British people are always polite to each other. Are we? Don't forget to check out all the links in the website. I'm going. See you then. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. For more information, go to www.deadairwebsite.com. There's a flood, right? And there's a guy, and he's in his porch, yeah. and the water's coming up. Oh, no. Sandbags. Yeah, sandbags. And a boat paddles past. Yeah. And says, Oppin, we'll save you. And he says, don't worry, God will save me. Fair enough. So the boat goes off. Anyway, another boat goes by, and this time he's in the first floor hanging out of his bedroom window. And the boat says, jump in quick, we'll save you. And he says, don't worry, my God will save me. Fair enough. A few hours later, he's on the roof. Oh dear, it's not looking good. Boat goes by, says, quick, jump in, we'll save you. He says, don't worry, God will save me. Yeah. Anyway, he dies. Drowns. Yep. He's in heaven. Well, I thought it was God first was going to save did, him. Well, yeah, the first thing he does is run up to God and says, listen, you were supposed to have saved me. And God said, well, I did send you three boats. <laughs> That's good. What's the moral of that one? Uh, get in the boat.